Hello and welcome to the Daily Catholic Catechism Podcast. My name is Dan and it's a pleasure to have you here. It is July 28th and we will be reading paragraphs 1631 through 1638 today. And it is the 17th Sunday in Ordinary Time. We are in the middle of the Sacrament of Matrimony and we'll talk mostly about uh, matrimonial consent today. And we begin in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. This is the reason why the Church normally requires that the faithful contract marriage according to the ecclesiastical form. Several reasons converge to explain this requirement. Sacramental marriage is a liturgical act. It is therefore appropriate that it should be celebrated in the public liturgy of the Church. Marriage introduces one into an ecclesial order and creates rights and duties in the church between the spouses and towards their children. Since marriage is a state of life in the church, certainty about it is necessary, hence the obligation to have witnesses. The public character of the consent protects the I do, once given, and helps the spouses remain faithful to it. So that the I-do of the spouses may be a free and responsible act, and so that the marriage covenant may have solid and lasting human and Christian foundations, preparation for marriage is of prime importance. The example and teaching given by parents and families remain the special form of this preparation. The role of pastors and of the Christian community as the family of God is indispensable for the transmission of the human and Christian values of marriage and family, and much more so in our era when many young people experience broken homes which no longer sufficiently assure this initiation. It is imperative to give suitable and timely instruction to young people, above all in the heart of their own families, about the dignity of married love, its role and its exercise so that, having learned the value of chastity, they will be able, at a suitable age, to engage in honorable courtship and enter upon a marriage of their own. Mixed Marriages and Disparity of Cult In many countries, the situation of a mixed marriage, marriage between a Catholic and a baptized non-Catholic, often arises. It requires particular attention on the part of couples and their pastors. A case of marriage with the disparity of cult between a Catholic and a non-baptized person requires even greater circumspection. Difference of confession between the spouses does not constitute an insurmountable obstacle for marriage when they succeed in placing in common what they have received from their respective communities and learn from each other the way in which each lives in fidelity to Christ. But the difficulties of mixed marriages must not be underestimated. They arise from the fact that the separation of Christians has not yet been overcome. The spouses risk experiencing the tragedy of Christian disunity even in the heart of their own home. Disparity of cult can further aggravate these difficulties. Differences about faith and the very notion of marriage, but also different religious mentalities, can become sources of tension in marriage, 
especially as regards the education of children. The temptation to religious indifference can then arise. According to the law in force in the Latin Church, a mixed marriage needs for lyceity, the express permission of the ecclesiastical authority. In case of disparity of cult, an expression, express dispensation from the impediment is required for the validity of the marriage. This permission or dispensation presupposes that both parties know and do not exclude the essential ends and properties of marriage, and furthermore that the Catholic party confirms the obligations which have been made known to the non-Catholic party of preserving his or her own faith and ensuring the baptism and education of the children in the Catholic Church. Through ecumenical dialogue, Christian communities in many religions have been able to put into effect a common pastoral practice for mixed marriages. Its task is to help such couples live out their particular situation in the light of faith, overcome the tensions between the couple's obligations to each other and towards their ecclesi ecclesial communities, and encourage the flowering of what is common to them in faith and respect for what separates them. In marriages with disparity of cult, the Catholic spouse has a particular task. For the unbelieving husband is consecrated through his wife, and the unbelieving wife is consecrated through her husband. It is a great joy for the Christian spouse and for the church if this consecration should lead to the free conversion of the other spouse to the Christian faith. Since married love, the humble and patient practice of the family virtues and perseverance in prayer can prepare the non-believing spouse to accept the grace of conversion. Roman numeral 4. The Effects of the Sacrament of Matrimony From a valid marriage arises a bond between the spouses, which by its very nature is perpetual and exclusive. Furthermore, in a Christian marriage, the spouses are strengthened and, as it were, consecrated for the duties and the dignity of their state by a special sacrament. Thus ends our reading today from the Catechism of the Catholic Church. The website is dailycatholiccatechism.com and you can email me at dailycatholiccatechism at gmail.com. God bless you all and may these teachings handed down by the Apostles of Christ strengthen your faith and lead you to everlasting life. Amen.